0: information from one neuron flows to another neuron across a synapse. synapse. And we start episode number 30 of synapse Olaf, how are you?
1: A bit tired.
0: How was the uh, long weekend, right? Has been uh, a long weekend a long for you.
1: Weekend, yeah, I, I was at Dalmania enjoying myself.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> That sounds weird, but I'm glad you had fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 well, we're going to talk that in the last segment of,
0: of mm-hmm. our show today. We have some news. Uh, not so many because we want to talk a lot about Armania Yeah. To get all the impressions about what happened during the, during the festival. And let's really start uh, as soon as possible with the news. And let start with Neobli Viscalis, because this was uh, great news, I think. Yeah,
1: I was also excited you know. about it. Mm-hmm. They have a new song out. It's called Intervenus. Venus. Um, yeah. It's gonna be from the new album, as I understood it. It's gonna have only four songs.
0: Yeah, and the it's titled Urn. Yeah, we're gonna. It's gonna be released on October twenty seventh via Season of Mist, uh, of Mist. And well, I'm what curious. do you think about the song right now, or what are you?
1: I came back one day. Uh-huh. Uh huh back from work and I turned on YouTube and I saw this notification that they have a new video out uh-huh. and I started listening to the song, but on, on the TV actually. And my amp wasn't turned on just the TV speakers and I couldn't hear the bass. And I started panicking. I was like, <laughs> what's going on? Uh-huh. I mean they lost Cygnus and now no bass. And I, mm-hmm. I put on the headphones and there is a line there. I can hear it.
0: Uh huh. Well, I don't know. I think that that was already recorded before he left.
1: So. i don't know <laughs> i really don't know but it's not a bad song i mean it, it's something that we we came to expect from the Oblivion oh, yeah, it's really technical exactly
0: it's exactly what i was about to mention when you see the performance and you hear it actually yeah it's very technical very well executed
1: it's one of those bands when when you go and also see them live and you you hear how mm-hmm. perfect they sound on stage
0: they it, sound clean yeah because and that's the point about being technical you know the way uh, you play reflects in the sound that you make exactly so if you don't know how to play clean even if you play a simple power chord (laughs) yeah if you don't play it correctly it will sound
1: bad and the sound guy they have Oh my God! Give that mm-hmm. money! Give him all the money! <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we have to remember that uh, all the members of uh, from Nebula Diz were in the um,
1: conservatory. Conservatory. Yeah, that, that's a big plus. I mean, we're not saying that the other ones are bad musicians, but they no. have a, they have something extra that maybe other musicians don't have. The, mm-hmm. the technique down. Mm-hmm. And you can feel that. I mean, I've seen them live three or four times, and every mm-hmm. single time they they sounded perfect. I mean, yeah benji's solos and the vocals and the drumming
0: the drumming yeah the the integration of the drumming is pretty good
1: oh it's amazing i'm really curious about the new bass player i haven't done so much research in trying mm-hmm. to find out who but i know they're auditioning for new bass player yeah they open auditions and i'm really like curious. a couple
0: of weeks ago no something that yeah we, three weeks ago i have ma- seen maximum. something like
1: a post where where they were uh-huh. mentioning that they were doing some uh some tryouts for new uh, bass players. But um, I'm trying to keep an open mind because Cygnius was a really good bass player. Mm-hmm. And I hope that he gets better and he manage, uh, manages to solve his, his problems. And who knows, maybe in the near future.
0: Do you think that nowadays many bands oversee uh, or don't worry too much about getting a great bass player?
1: I mean, you you have to be foolish to oversee a great bass player because mm-hmm. it brings so much more volume to, to the sound. That's the main part of the bass.
0: Or do you think this is just a, a view from the fans or people that just listens to the music, not exactly the band uh, that, you know, they said, well, they don't really pay that much attention to the bass. always, Oh, the guitars here, the guitars there, the drums here, the drums there.
1: Oh, then you li- need to listen to Neobli Viscari some more. Because exactly. the bass lines yeah. are, whoa, whoa, whoa. wow. And I think Cygnus has some, uh, playthroughs on youtube and you can see what he does i mean (laughs) it it is not just strumming one note and boom 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 it's Uh really really technical what he's playing and Uh you can see that it's been exactly written to complement the guitars and and the drumming yeah
0: and uh well let's wait for the cd
1: yeah
0: six tracks total
1: yeah, but if you if, if you see, it's actually, well...
0: well yeah, it's divided in uh, the first track, Libera, is in two parts. Yeah. Then we have Intravenus, uh, Irie, and then uh, uh, Un, yeah. uh, in two parts again, split.
1: So if you want to buy the vinyl, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's going to be a double LP already. Aha. Uh-huh. And you're going to have one song on each side. So you're going to have Libra, Phase A, then Infravenus, Phase uh, intravenous pay, uh, phase b and eerie phase c and uh-huh. the other one on face d so ah, okay i'm yeah. guessing the tracks are going to be really long i'm somewhere in the vicinity of 15 20 minutes
0: per track so it's something like uh
1: Some, an, one hour
0: winter sun that we were talking about winter sun last time <laughs> oh <I've> so- <laughs> 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 because now they have it's only four tracks of the Oh, the CD from Winterson. Okay. And each track is also like uh, 15 minutes or something like that. Each track.
1: I saw the vinyl at Armania for sale. And oh, really? Like,
0: oh, no, no, no. How much was it? Just uh, out of curiosity.
1: 40 euros.
0: 40 euros?
1: Yeah. Wow. It you was d- there for the whole festival, so nobody bought
0: nobody it. Nobody bought it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was one piece, but you know. Uh huh. 40 euros is a lot.
0: It, I think it's a lot, it's more than the average yeah. uh, that somebody would pay, I think. For if it's
1: not a collector's edition uh-huh, or uh-huh. really special, it should be somewhere between yeah. 20 and 30 euros tops.
0: Yeah. Okay, so this was Neobliviscaris uh, We have practically all the news today have to do with some release of a song. Yeah, and, that's true. And albums coming around. And the next one is Leprous.
1: Lepros, this controversial. Well, yeah, it's a controversial band. I mean, yeah. amongst my friends, we we are torn. At, so, uh, or you're, either you love it or you hate. it. Yeah, exactly. It's like and yeah. Night Shyamalan's movies, uh-huh. which I hate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they claim themselves they play progressive metal. They are in the progressive side, and I think it's kind of obvious when you hear. Yeah. How they play, I think they are also pretty good. I I like them
1: a lot and. The,
0: the mixing of the song, I think it was really well done. And the song they presented this time is for the upcoming album, Malina. Yeah. Released uh, 25th of August via Inside Out Music. And the title of the song is Stuck.
1: The song is really good. And as yeah. you said, with the mixing, we go back to our previous topic with the bass. Yeah. We were just discussing uh-huh. how clear the bass sounds on that track. Yes. So it's really important not to underestimate the the other instruments uh-huh. in the band, which give you the, let's call it, uh, we call it in Romanian with the brackets, the meat. It, it, uh-huh. it gives you extra meat on the uh-huh. bone. So uh-huh. you, you need to have it. And Lepros is, these Norwegians are crazy. I cannot wait to see them. If I'm not mistaken, they're going to be at the Rokshad Extreme Festival this uh-huh. year. So yes. it's going to be my first experience seeing them uh-huh. live.
0: Yeah, my wa- my wife also wanted to see Leprous live. To what we cannot not really attend, but uh, I-, I think the song was really good.
1: Oh, it's really it's really good. Really, it's exactly what what uh, Lepros actually uh, made mm-hmm. made fans expect, and they deliver. Yeah. I think every single time with the.
0: And the video of the song is practically the band. Like we have seen many videos, let's say the band playing. Yeah, in a place but this time I think it was stage more like a, a live setting yeah like if they were playing live and uh, well the cover of the next uh, album Malina it's not a bad artwork it's not bad actually it's pretty progressive <laughs> let's yeah, say in the style yeah. yeah like old science fiction I don't know it reminds me of a sci-fi book from the 70s or 60s like something like that and uh, uh, some Black crystals around.
1: Yeah, it's... I'm curious who did the artwork.
0: Mm, I don't know. I I don't know if we have that info around here in our show notes. But we can find out and then maybe put something about that. Yeah. By the way, what's the name of that Romanian guy that makes a lot of um, artwork (coughs) for metal bands? Sorry,
1: uh, Chioriano. Uh
0: Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. I don't know if he had... uh, Usually in our previous sign-ups, last year, I think, all last year... A lot of uh, albums being released were using his cover artwork.
1: For, for last year, yeah. Last year. Enslaved.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Ulver. Ar, uh, not Ulver. Arcturus. Uh, at the Gates.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So a lot of A projects.
0: lot. A lot of bands, yeah. And the guy is good. He's recognized worldwide.
1: I mean, to do artwork for Enslaved for three or four albums in a row... I, it's something and when at the gates played uh Rockstadt, when they came out uh-huh. with a new album i think it was two years ago i think it was two years ago yeah um they asked him on stage to to play a song with them so
0: oh it
1: was cool. really nice yeah
0: yeah okay so that was leprous Lepros. yeah uh listen to it in the show notes you can find a link to the video yeah <laughs> and now we have another band with another future release, but this time it's it's not bad actually because the song itself is okay. Yeah. But what we are going to make some comments now is that the the tune itself has been used before, and in oh. the other projects is where you start to laugh about.
1: Yeah. Overused.
0: <laughs> so we're we're talking about Eluvity, and they are releasing a digital single and a music video. So. Eluvati released uh, the album Evocation 1 many years ago. But right now, they are about to release Evocation 2, Pantheon. And it's going to be released August 18th via Nuclear Blast. And they released recently Epona, the song, which the first time I saw it, I just remember uh, Zelda. Okay. (laughs) The horse's name is Epona. But uh, (laughs) the band released now this... uh, uh, digital single, which is uh, Lugus, and
1: and that's when I started laughing,
0: and that's when we started laughing when we started to, to hear it because, well, besides this, the song uh, features Scock from uh, Enziferum and a uh, accordion
1: thing yeah. that she plays. I mean, the song isn't bad; it's something no. that, that you are used f- uh, to hear from the band. Uh-huh. But the, the main theme of the song—it's been overly used. Uh-huh. W- we think it's an old Celtic song, the the, the main theme. Yes. But then you have, like, uh, a Dutch band singing yes. about it, I think, in the 70s.
0: It was uh, called... Um, Bots. Bots. Seven. Seven, then Lagen <laughs> Seven, then Lang. And uh, then <laughs> you have the other guy. What's y- his name? Yeah, well, then we have the German...
1: Rave band, Scooter, with the Scooter. song, How Much Is The Fish. That was exactly the... the
0: it's exactly the same tune, yeah.
1: I was like, no way.
0: <laughs> I so, see. researching a bit, we uh, find out that actually the the song, it's a Breton song called Son R. Christer, which does in translate as the cider song.
1: So it's a drinking song. It's
0: a drinking song. And the arrangement of the song uh, of this uh, Dutch band was made by... Uh, Alan Stevel and from there all those new versions came up I mean uh, the, <laughs> the
1: comments are going to be really funny for, for this video yeah because
0: well it has you know the backpipes you yeah. see it has guitars has, uh, it has everything that this accordion it's a moderate slow paced uh, song yeah very Celtic like you said and it's not bad it's not no, the bad song the song is not bad, bad and the execution
1: it, is not bad it's funny that they used it, this theme yes in 2017 not, not, not that it's a bad theme but I, I automatically associated it with with the, the Scooter song because it's been yeah. overly played
0: you're, you're a fan of Scooter?
1: I've seen them two times live uh-huh. I think it was fun because we were at a metal festival with my wife in Hungary and on uh It was actually not a metal festival. It was a music festival. So you had different stages. So you had metal stage, jazz stage, uh, electro stage. And on the main stage, you had like big artists. And Scooter opened for Slayer. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. So you had Scooter playing and afterwards Slayer. So you had the metal heads (laughs) with the ravers (laughs) dancing and everything.
0: (laughs) Nice combination there, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it takes a bit of balls to do that. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just thinking about the guys from slayer in backstage looking like what the, what hell? the hell is going on
0: here <laughs> actually or maybe they were dancing in the back
1: who knows <laughs> I, I know i was i was drunk enough to be dancing <laughs> oh well, listen to the song and look yeah look for the other links in the, in the description of the podcast yes
0: because we're gonna put the links to the, the other two versions yeah. of this song
1: and draw your conclusions. <laughs> Yes. conclusions. It's not a bad song. It's no. just a funny, it's just a funny main th- main theme.
0: Uh-huh. And our last uh, news of today has to do with a band that actually, if I wouldn't have known them from a long time ago, I wouldn't have even considered this. It was a big surprise for me to suddenly see that Adagio is releasing a new album.
1: You're always coming up with these bands I've never heard of.
0: <laughs> in my life. Well, the thing is that when we were uh gotham radio yeah we used to get uh, demos from all over the world okay. all the time i mean constantly the mail was arriving with cds being sent or emails uh, telling us where to download uh, promo material and among all those was adagio and we started to play them there in the radio and and then we received the official album and so on. But it happens also the same way, like with uh, Visions of Atlantis, for example. Mm. We used to play all the demo in our radio. Everybody knew that we're listening to our radio in those times between 2002 and 2000 and, I don't know, maybe 10 when it started to decline. Uh, everybody knew Visions of Atlantis at the beginning because of the demo. And when the, new, the real album was released through a label some songs were sounding different. Okay. And people were starting like, what the hell? Why why is it sounding different? (laughs) Uh, and a lot of people actually started to ask if we could share the demo with them. And then of course we had to say, we can't because you know, it's illegal. You have to get authorization by the band and so on. But, uh, something like that happened with Adagio. And now they are releasing, uh, after eight years from the first album, uh, via Zeta Nemesis Records, an album called Live, And they are now doing something like a prog, progressive, which they were doing before a bit, with power metal combination.
1: Yeah, with power metal and something like m- some hints of metalcore. Uh-huh. I think yeah. it's the dream theater I would listen to. <laughs> <laughs> the <dream theater. laughs> because the voice is pretty
0: dream yeah. Theaterish. It, yes, yes, exactly, exactly like that. The interesting part is that all the album, you can listen to it online. For free. For free. If you go to YouTube, you can listen to the whole album there. Yeah. And you can also find it in the in the show notes, uh, the whole thing. And, well, you will not see much from the video. It's just simply the cover, which is uh, very Hindi, yeah. I'd say. And uh, that's all. Just goes and you can buy uh, it has links there to buy the the album online you can buy it uh, immediately practically and it's pretty interesting i'd say it doesn't sound bad in fact there was one comment saying sounds like a pretty typical zero zero angra adagio symphony x sort of prof power <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that, that's true yeah i didn't take in angra in account but yeah yeah i, I, it, I could see that
0: yeah, when you start to think about the the vocals, yeah, actually, true. yeah.
1: Well, I actually was pleasantly surprised because I do not like this kind of male mm-hmm. operative voice style, like James Labrie does. Yeah, I hate it. That's why I didn't uh, go see Dream Theater because yeah. of him, not because of how technical the the musicians are. But this is a actually quite nice the voice. I I think I will listen mm-hmm. to the whole album.
0: Yeah. Well, check out the no- uh, show notes because. Um, we know that maybe a lot of people don't know them. For but sure. listen to it and share your comments with us. Remember, you can contact us through Facebook or send us some email or you can even send us some um, voicemail. Mm-hmm. If you click on the rights of our website, uh, darkmindradio.com, you can find there a button, click on it, send us voicemail with absolutely any device connected to the internet and has a microphone. Yeah. Meaning phone, tablet, iPad, laptop, even your computer. Exactly. So... Share your comments. What do you think about this? Or simply write in the comments of the of today's episode.
1: Now I have to listen to the old one as well. To see yeah. You're making me do homework.
0: <laughs> to compare, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. And, well, those were actually the news that we wanted to share with you before going to Artmania. Because, let's say, Artmania is the main... The main topic. The main topic today. Since, uh, first of all, uh, we thank them oh, thank for being able much, to uh, give us our the press uh, pass yes. to Dark Radio and to Olaf. Yes. And uh, now is your turn. Uh, yeah, Tell special. us, how was the festival, first of all?
1: I would like to say also special thanks to Eva uh-huh. from, from Armania, who, who supplied the, the press passes and uh, who helped with the communication between the bands and also uh-huh. with the uh, organizing of everything. So thank you again for everything and she's a real nice professional great oh yes it was a pleasure to to work with the guys from from art mania uh, well i left the festival was friday and saturday uh-huh. and i took off work just to get early mm-hmm. so i left about one o'clock from clue from where we are to get to cb where art mania has been uh since its beginnings yeah and five and a half hours later, <laughs> I, I, we arrived uh, at CBU because there was an accident on the freeway, and we wow. were stuck there for two and something hours without mm-hmm. without moving. Wow! Yeah, so welcome to the Romanian infrastructure. System. How was the
0: weather in that moment? Because it was really hot.
1: Oh, damn it! <laughs> it was amazing, in a bad way. <laughs> and uh, we were, I started to panic because I had an interview program with uh, the guys from Lacuna Coil, I think at about eight or six. wow. And I, I wrote to Evan, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. And she called me back. She was like, yeah, don't worry, they canceled everything. They canceled all the interviews with uh, everybody because uh, Christina Scabia wasn't feeling too well.
2: Whoa, mm-hmm.
1: She had something like lar- laryngitis. And then eventually I got to the festival, and I missed, of course, the first band, which was a Romanian band called Coma.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And after Coma came the guys from Riverside.
0: Oh my God! How was Riverside?
1: <laughs> to be honest, I think I liked them better on the album. Okay, because the music itself. No, it's, can happen.
0: I have never seen Riverside live.
1: It's pretty complex. Because and I,
0: it's, I, I really wanted to see Riverside as it's well. It's
1: beautiful music, but yeah. I, I don't think it, it had the crowd it deserved. Uh huh. Because uh, I know the the guys from Artmania try to handpick the bands and try to fulfill most the of wishes of of the guys coming there. But uh, as you see, with with new metalheads coming out, they're not that interested in searching for new music. So Riverside mm-hmm. is is a great band, but I think it was lacking the. The, the fan base? Yeah, the, the the big fan base that they deserve. They play a really good show, but for the setting, uh, I think I like them better li- uh, on, on the, the album. album. Because uh, even though the fans were happy, the guys who were there, I I think they need a smaller venue mm-hmm. with all their fans there so they can have the energy given back. Then a big festival. Uh, not that it's bad that they bring them to festival. God forbid. But I, I tend to see them as a niche band where mm-hmm. you really need to have your your true fan base there to to also appreciate the the work that the fans are doing, not uh, for you as a band on stage. Mm-hmm. But overall, I like them. That was one of the the reasons we we went to 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 uh, to Artmania. Mm-hmm. And after Riverside. Who played? Uh, oh, we had Lacuna Coil after Riverside, so
0: so in the end she went out and performed.
1: Yeah, she came out and performed, and she she said, "Okay, it was meet and greet or not singing."
0: Yeah, so, of course, <laughs> everybody has to choose
1: singing. Of course, so we were okay with that. As I, I as I told you in the last show, I'm I'm I kind of lost contact with with the music of Lacuna Coil and with this whole operetto style, popish, rockish stuff. Uh-huh. They play their uh, I think their most famous songs and I think they're coming out with a new album this year and they announced on stage that they will be returning to Romania in November. So Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I'm thinking somewhere in the vicinity of Bucharest because I'm um um I don't uh, I don't see them in uh, in any other setting in Romania. I don't think uh, Lacuna Coil has the crowd in Cluj for that. Um uh-huh. the show was nice, not not necessarily my style of music, but the people yeah. seem to enjoy it and then you have the the goth kids dress around with laces and uh uh-huh. big long dresses. <laughs> I don't know how they didn't faint. Because it was we had really good weather throughout the festival. Uh-huh. And after that came actually the main reason we we went to art Devin and came devin townsend oh my god
0: Uh, (laughs) oh let me tell you before exactly because of this i was um checking some videos of devin townsend yeah because i was you know feeling so sorry that i was not
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you should have
0: (laughs) yes but i was checking um one show i think was in spain where suddenly all the equipment failed this year. Okay. And he stayed 30 minutes entertaining everybody, doing jokes, stand-up comedy. <laughs> and that's all he did for 30 minutes until they <laughs> fixed that sound problem. And then they played the whole concert. Amazing.
1: The, the, the guys are real professional and they, they know how to, to break the tension um, yes. between uh, the musician and, uh, and the public. Because when they came on stage, they said, we are DTP and we suck cock for crack. and afterwards he asked if anybody has crack like it's the best opening line i've ever seen the show was really good the communication with the fans was really good Mm, um the way he joked around the way i I don't know he he did so many things on stage that i uh, i talked the next day with the guys from uh, walkways from israel and Mm -hmm. They, they told me the exact same thing, that they were standing with their jaws open and couldn't believe what, what, what they're seeing.
0: It's just that Devin
1: is... Devin is Devin. I mean...
0: it's <laughs> He can manage any crowd, I I believe. Oh, yes. Any crowd, he can manage it. He can do whatever he wants, practically. And he's
1: 45 years old. Mm-hmm. He has still so much to give. You can see it on stage. Yeah. How happy he is to perform and laughing with the guys on stage because he was started talking so much crap (laughs) and the guys were were singing on their instruments, playing their instruments and they were laughing. So it it was really fun to see that. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Uh, Anike was there? No. Okay.
1: No. I think a lot of people hoped (laughs) to have Anike there. Yes, but I, I think it's a bit of a hassle because they're from Canada Anneke is from Sweden, Norway. No, uh, she uh, she's
0: from, uh, no, she's still living in the Netherlands. Okay. But th- they actually played together a few, like two weeks ago or something like that in Finland. Okay. But, uh, Anneke was just invited into the festival. Okay. As performing. So, so that's why they were together. Yeah. Easier to, and I think that. she might have had another, um, thing going on.
1: Perhaps. But anyway, hands down one of the best shows I've ever seen. Nice. I've, nice. Um, uh, you should really find a, a concert with Devin Townsend and, and go see him and just enjoy. Don't be offended because he's not trying to offend with his jokes.
0: No, no, He's no. just trying
1: to, to lighten the tension. Mm-hmm. When he sang the March of the Poozard, he was like, this is a song about my balls. That, 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 <laughs> that was the introduction. <laughs> so the day finally came to, to an end. We, uh, Sadly, I missed also the press conference with Devin because it would have been nice to see him because uh, our interview didn't uh, didn't go through uh, because he asked for really big publications. I think he accepted only two interviews. Nonetheless, that didn't bother me, so uh-huh. it was it was really nice. But the guys from Artmania, seeing that um, uh, the uh, Lacuna Coil canceled, they were kind enough to book me for the next day with uh, walkways for an interview and beyond the black for an interview. Uh-huh. And uh, I also attended uh, the press conference for Taria. You and me at six is
0: how was that band? Um, I, I, to be honest, I don't even know them really.
1: <laughs> I, I heard them before I went to the festival. It's really way too pop for, for us.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And to be frank, I think I stayed for two songs and then I left because it was too too pop for me. But
0: lost tired already. You were tired from?
1: Oh, uh, not not really tired. I I was tired from from the music, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it wasn't thrilling at all. So the next day started for me uh, pretty early <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: because uh, seeing that I had the the interview with Lacuna Coil confirmed and then uh, having it not happen anymore, yeah. I had to prepare for the other two interviews. So I woke up really yeah. early, do some research, and at 2 o'clock, I had the interview with the guys from Walkways, which is a really nice experience. Well, it was a really nice experience uh, meeting all the guys. They, were, they are so open-minded. You'll, you'll get to see also inter- interviews, but don't be alarmed that the interviews are really short because they had really tight schedules, all the bands, so... I think both interviews not combined, but actually each of the interview is not more than seven minutes because yeah. we have to respect also the, um, the organizer asking us, okay, they have this tight schedule, please try to.
0: Yeah. To shorten your interview I, being a certain time frame. Yes. Actually I, that usually happens in festivals because, you know, uh, besides the press conference when they, uh, in, fe- in big festivals, at least in my older experience, uh, you they they set the bands in a interviewing schedule as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. So after your ten minutes, uh, I remember it used to be ten minutes, sometimes five minutes. Okay, you have five minutes. Boom, <laughs> and you have to do in five minutes as much as you could because yeah. after that, boom, you go away and comes another media, and after that media goes away, comes another, and they have like a, a schedule of I don't know maybe one hour of doing yeah, this exactly, and that's it. Boom.
1: Out. I th- I think it's really fair.
0: And yeah, it's good. I mean, I think that we as media, as Dark Mind Radio, yeah, and with the previous experience we have had from since the day old days of uh, Gotham Radio, is uh, we understand all the work that goes into organizing a, a, a festival like Artmania or even bigger. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much, and the band also goes through too much. Uh, yeah, of course, they go through, through all the stress. <laughs> Because they have to manage press from all around. They have to manage the fans, meets and greets. You have to prepare for the concert. You
1: have to do your sound checks, everything.
0: Exactly. You have a tight schedule as well as a band. So it, I don't, I don't really understand why some press people or media that gets upset with this kind of stuff.
1: We're going to get to that because I was really pissed uh, uh-huh. with, uh, so I finished the interview with the guys from walkways. Amazing guys. It, wasn't necessarily my style. It was something I've I listened to when I was younger. When I was listening more to American Head Charge or Slipknot or something in that uh-huh. area. This is what they play. The interesting fact about this band is that they sing about their lives. So everything that uh, good that ha- that has happened to them, they sing about it. Everything bad that has happened to them, they sing about it. Just to to find a way to to let everything out uh-huh. and try to keep a level head. And, uh, the, the singer told me that he listens to his albums, <laughs> <laughs> and <Christ>. not, not <laughs> cries, but it, it's like a moment of re- reflection for him yeah. because he asked me if somebody would do an album about my life, would you listen to it? And, I, I have to say no, <laughs> because I'm scared. <laughs> so it, it takes real big balls to go on stage and sing about your problems and how you overcome them or fail. how you still fail, yeah. yeah, and still need to fight to do that. Yeah, The interview was really nice. And as I said, I'm, I'm always trying not to put the same questions because mm-hmm. after I finished the interviews with the guys from Walkways, you should check them out. Amazing band. Also, really good live. I had uh, uh, the press conference uh, with Taria, mm-hmm. And before that, I saw the um, the sound check. Yeah. And because I had time to kill like two hours between those and there was nothing for me to do. My friends all left to drink and I was alone. <laughs> because, like, yeah, we're not waiting for you. And I'm like, yeah, fine. I can get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. I'm working. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we got to see the sound check. It was... Um, it was really nice to see how professional they work and everything. And, uh-huh. and then I got to the press conference. I, I got actually in the first row to to manage to take some pictures and be in <laughs> pretty close, so that she can hear me if if I wanted to Ask address a some question. question. And I was so disappointed in some journalists. I will not name publications because I don't know. The publications <laughs> okay, from which they came, but uh, after 10, how many years has it been since Staria
0: left? 10? Well, uh, mm, mm, 2009, I think. So it's something al- like that. Almost 10 years, right? Yeah, uh, or 10, yeah.
1: After 10 years, you still ask the question if they ask you to come back and rejoin Nightwish, would you do it?
0: Yeah, she must be tired of listening to that for sure. Yeah, try to come with something. Makes no sense, actually.
1: But the stupid part was they insisted with the question even further. Not even if Thomas called you up and say, okay, let's do Beauty and the Beast.
0: Oh, come on. Come on, really?
1: Yeah. Wow. So there were some really good questions. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I didn't get to hear all the media because I was trying to be really uh, focused on what she's saying. But one guy asked if she likes Game of Thrones okay (laughs) of course she didn't answer to that question because it has nothing to do with with why she's there why she's there for 20 minutes Mm -hmm. so she she gives you 20 minutes of her time being really professional about it and then you come with a shit question like, you know what's
0: the problem here I believe they are confusing what it is a press conference with a private interview Maybe in a private interview with the artist,
1: yeah, you, you, can you do manage to that. Yeah, sure.
0: But when you're in a press conference, it's all about, one, the event and, and the, the artist. artist. Yeah, exactly. That's what a press conference, usually in a festival and anywhere else, it's about. So
1: I, I thought, I, I, I didn't hear him right, so everything in my hand would... <laughs> uh-huh. And just before, she, uh, b- before I wanted to ask a question, because I was trying to look for something really pertinent to ask because there was a a woman asking about her future album and everything and how it's going to be, which is... um, That's okay. That's what you need. That makes sense, yes, of course. But going back to would you rejoin Nightwish after they fired her?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well, that was
1: what it is, is, right? Yeah, I mean, she was like, no, of course not. But 10 fucking years later, man, I was actually disappointed and... When I thought, okay, it's my turn, the, the guy said, okay, last question. And I was like, yeah, maybe finally, because I cannot remember the question right now. But I left so pissed off from the press conference because of the. Ah, oh. Actually, I, I, I left pissed off because she was also on a tight schedule. After the press conference, she just had finished her uh, sound check, came for the press conference, and afterwards she was scheduled for, for lunch. And after the press conference was over, uh, they asked us, okay, just the people who have private interviews remain, no autographs, no nothing. And people were jumping with vinyls and pictures in front of the, pushing them. And and she was really professional and smiled and did everything. But if they ask you, do not do that, just
0: don't do it. It was not in Klingon, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Why would you do that? It was in Romanian or in English. At least... It, it was re- in Romanian, actually,
1: told several times, but people just going, taking yeah. a picture, and uh, just this one. But, yeah. uh, and for me, also this one. <sighs> Shame. I, I was really pissed off. And afterwards, before uh, the Walkways concert started, uh, I had the, the honor of talking to the guys from Beyond the Black, which is a power symphonic metal from, uh, from Germany. Germany. And it was actually a really fun conversation also with them. And I think that this might be the shortest interview I did in my life because they were also <laughs> on the clock. Yeah. But it, it was really fun because there were like uh, other people in front of us doing interviews. I don't know the publications, but the band formed in 2014 or mm-hmm. 15. If it's I'm
0: not. not that long yeah. No,
1: but uh, they were produced by uh, Sasha Perth, who does Avantasia and Camelot. Uh-huh, so. Uh-huh. It became huge really fast in Germany in yeah. Austria.
0: The but, names behind it.
1: Yeah. And it, it got also in the German charts in the Austrian charts, which is mm-hmm. actually I think not that uncommon for Germany with the power metal, but uh the original lineup left, the uh the lead singer, I think Jessica is her name, if I'm not mistaken, um, ref- uh took other members, Uh whole fresh new lineup after they released uh, their second album. Uh And of course they asked them, how does it feel to... uh, Or do you see a difference between the last lineup and the new lineup with the (laughs) guitarist sitting right next to her? You cannot ask those kind of questions.
0: No, it's offensive. Yeah, Yeah. it's offensive, yeah.
1: Did you like the... (laughs) Well, uh, I started speaking with them in German because I speak German.
2: So... <laughs> oh. Ooh,
1: crowd cheering. <laughs> uh, and she, when I sat down, she was like... Uh, it's Jennifer, not Jessica. Sorry. And when, she, uh, when I sat down, she looked at me after we spoke a bit of German. She was uh-huh. like, when you came in, I looked at you and they were like, I can bet some money that that guy speaks German. And I was like... That means I kind of don't look like the typical Romanian dude. <laughs> yeah. But the interview was really fun. And as I said, I tried to put questions that I never heard before because I asked them if they would cover a German Schlager, mm-hmm. which is their drinking, drinking. music, uh-huh. which would it be? So it was something that they haven't thought of. And you can see also the surprise and uh, that they were laughing, that they were having fun. Yeah. So that's the whole idea because it's tiring for, for the bands. So if, If you're also doing some interviews, maybe you can give me some tips. But my tip is, if they're laughing, then they're having a good time.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it comes down also to something that I've been saying since a long time. That uh, practically, in in many places, journalism doesn't really go anymore as it used to be. No. It's all about copy-paste, the same uh, stories everywhere. Yeah. Uh, They don't care to give their own opinions. Of course. People. And when these kind of reporters go outside to make interviews, they don't even know okay, I understand. There's some kind of etiquette, you know, yeah. behind doing these kind of things, especially when you're working in festivals and with bands like this, uh that I know probably is not written, but there's some common sense that you have to follow. And as you start to go to festivals and so on, you learn some of yeah. these rules. And I'm surprised that you know bigger media, because let's put it as it is. I, I don't. We know. are Dark Mind Radio itself is not that old. No, no. If we would have come still still with the Gotham Radio, well, you know, fuck everybody else, because we have yeah almost I don't know, we're really 15 years of ex- we would have had 15 years of existence, but uh, and we were really huge, but now we're new. Yeah. But even like that. I think it's good that we perform with our, with some respect for.
1: You always bands, have to respect the, the the artists. It's, it's it, something basic. Yeah, because they take time from their from their life just to spend it with you. I, I don't care yeah. how how long the time frame is. If they accept to talk with you for two, five, ten minutes, treat them with respect because, mm-hmm. and even if you don't like their music, because. Also, with Beyond the Black, it's not my style but, of music. But once
0: again, even if you don't like the music, that's just a personal taste.
1: Exactly. And that, you have
0: to be objective.
1: Exactly. That that doesn't mean that our listeners don't listen to Beyond the Black.
0: Exactly. We might have listeners that, for example, don't like lepers. Yeah, exactly. We might have listeners that love lepers. It's like we said, love and hate. Who knows? But we have to address to everybody.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. It, it was kind of disappointing to 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 see people acting the way they did I don't know maybe it's because I've been working with Germans for so uh-huh, many years that, uh-huh. that they taught me to be really disciplined and respectful and on time yeah. and everything because I think my interview with uh, walkways yeah was scheduled for, for thirty. I was uh two thirty I was there at two just yeah. to be sure just because to be sure yes of course you don't know what what can uh-huh. happen and it happened that um the, the the other guys who had to do the interview before me <clears throat> had um, were a bit late so they bumped me up
0: oh, just to uh-huh. keep
1: a, a, sh- a, a schedule
0: they have to keep, yeah, they, they, they
1: keep it moving that's why i i really like the the level of uh, professionalism that they that they use at Very nice. yeah. really really good really smart really organized every problem is communicated and it's solved like that it's um,
0: yeah it's tough I, 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 I think you know, and I have told you before, that I also help and work in organizing yeah. <laughs> festivals like this. And it's really, it's really stressing. And you really need a good organizing yeah. and coordination. You need to really have teams set up. Your radio communication is essential. I don't know if they do this in Armenia, but uh, radio communication is essential.
1: They do that. It's <laughs>
0: essential. If you don't have proper teams set up, proper <clears throat> coordinators of certain areas, you know, delegation it becomes a mess because yeah. one person cannot handle everything. You I get crazy.
1: And what I like about this kind of festival is that they don't have encores.
0: Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. usually
1: don't have that because it might throw off the, the schedule. Exactly. So
0: Plus, it's, it's still because made the, in the main plaza, public yeah. plaza.
1: Yeah. So, so they have a time... They and, have a and,
0: real time there.
1: So people don't be mad if you go to a big festival and don't uh, the band doesn't come back for an encore because mm-hmm. they might be on a schedule and they call you, I think like Opet did at a festival. Uh They, uh, their schedule was shortened because I don't know which band in flames or children of bottom arrived late and they played their whole, uh, set list. Uh And, Opet was left like with two songs and then wow. they were allowed to do an encore and they do did some song from riveries or something like that which was like 20 minutes long
0: <laughs> like take that <laughs> yeah exactly we're gonna do a song they don't know it's
1: 40 minutes <laughs> yeah uh, uh the interview with uh, uh with beyond the black was also fun uh-huh. uh, because um the singer used to play also in a german pop band uh-huh. there was a competition which they won and it was like a girl band uh-huh and you can see that she brought all that experience to the stage uh i saw the show waiting <laughs> that's another funny story waiting in line because i want a pre-personalized t-shirt so uh-huh. i was like yeah okay let's have a nice souvenir from the festival yeah. and i could see right smack through the tent directly on the stage. I had a nice presence the, communicating well with uh, with the crowd so it uh, it it was really nice I'm, not my music but I liked it, it mm-hmm. I I had fun with it so I went to do my t-shirt and you could have chosen any model like show them a picture on your phone they will hand paint it so it was freehand everything that they did which nice. was a nice touch also from the organizers uh, to do that so <laughs> the girl in front of me was doing uh calligraphic i don't know carpe diem stuff and i was uh-huh. like what the fuck am i gonna do with my t-shirt i was looking up for stuff with rick and morty because i liked them a lot but um i found one of his sayings but the the woman said it's too too many words and she doesn't want to fuck it up so choose something else so i made this t-shirt <laughs> which is uh
0: burn your local church <laughs>
1: nice <laughs> so, so it's an old burzum t-shirt which i never managed to find and buy and i found a picture and i was like yeah let's do that and there was a, a kind of teenager waiting after me to get her t-shirt done and as the drawing pro- progressed <laughs> you could see the panic on her face because when she finished i i, I stayed just to finish my cigarettes uh cigarette in that booth. And she wanted something like a butterfly done. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a fucking flaming church. <laughs> so yeah, that was also a fun experience. You, me at six, I told you I've seen two, maybe three songs. And uh-huh. uh, then I had to go and eat something. And I was like, okay, it's the perfect time frame for me. Because I'm not a big uh, fan of the band. And uh-huh. I don't want to insult them. So my respect towards them was... Listening to their songs, they play well live. They had huge audience. Yeah. So that means somebody likes them.
0: Well, the thing is that I think they become a lot of how can we say? How can we call it mainstream? Yeah.
1: So which is uh, not no. bad. Yeah. Yeah. They had public, so it was mm-hmm. a nice show for them. And afterwards, uh, we came back to see Taria, and it was uh, actually everything you you come to. Uh, I was surprised that uh, Mike Tarana isn't on drums anymore. So.
0: Uh huh. It's exactly what I was about to ask you, if he was there or not. No. Yeah, I kinda imagine, actually.
1: Uh But I haven't... Actually, I haven't searched really hard to see if there is any news about it. There might be. But actually, I was really waiting to see Mike Tarana, because...
0: Mm-hmm. It's Mike Tarana. Yeah, Come on.
1: and he, he's a showman <laughs> drummer. He likes yeah. to show off yeah. and communicate with the public, so... But the band sounded overall really how to say it correct, like professional, a lot of people communicating. But I hope I'm not mistaken, I think there were more people at Devin's show than at Taria's show.
0: Mm, I could bet that, yeah. Yeah. Oh well actually no. I don't know if I could bet that because Taria became so popular. Popular.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean she was a lot of times in <laughs> Romania and when she left the stage because they announced her okay it's the last song because yeah. schedule. It is what it is. She left. Well, she she stayed on the stage without the band for several minutes, and she, I think she was kind of tearing up. So that means she she really enjoyed being back and uh, get, uh, getting again this really good feedback from the public. Because who artist uh, which artist doesn't doesn't like to to be appreciated in, in mm-hmm. what he does? Again, not my favorite type of music. It was nice to see. Uh, uh mashup of uh, some Nightwish songs in one song, so yeah. like Ever Dream with Planet Hell and another song. So it was really nice to hear that. But um it was maybe because I grew up in the in the same time frame when I listened to Lacuna Coil and mm-hmm. Nightwish that I know those songs. The new songs, sadly, and I apologize to our Tadia fans, I haven't followed I think just the periods where Mike mm. Tarana was there. just, to, just even to then, hear his drumming, yeah. to be
0: honest, um, no. You know, I don't know. Maybe this has to do or not. But since she got married to the Argentinian, Marcelo, okay. uh, I, I kind of think that he did... Although, I, as I know, uh, she wrote some... I think the full album, the last okay. album. But at the beginning... Most of the songs were written by somebody else. They followed the Latin American pop star style. Okay. You know, being in Argentina, I suppose he was used to that. Somebody's written the songs for her, and she was performing them or mm-hmm. doing them. Which I don't know if that fits actually in this kind of uh, scene. You know, you, you need to feel the music you are creating. Yeah, that's
1: true. I I, I don't and
0: know. I don't know if that has an influence on that.
1: Um. I really do not know anything about this topic because <laughs> it it didn't interest me at all for a really long time, but now you made me curious. so I'm going to do a little bit of mm-hmm. digging. but overall I want to congratulate uh, the the guys from Admania mm-hmm. for, for the great way that they organized everything. I mean, we had now contactless cards, nice. which you could charge with money beforehand mm-hmm. and you could avoid huge queues. So, Professional-wise, it was actually as something that you would still expect from Artmania. I'm disappointed in the the, the the only disappointing things this year for me were not actually related to Artmania at all. Mm-hmm. First, the press, which made me feel a bit sad and m- made me look around and ask, "What year is this? Is this <laughs> a time travel machine to the past?" To the
0: past. <laughs> Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't I don't even know if the past, man. At least in... Well, I didn't have an experience before in Romania. Yeah. Well, I know. Wait, I had one because back in 2004, I went in Bucharest, uh, still representing Gotham Radio, mm-hmm. and with Nightwish. Yeah. That was, uh, I think, the... And I had another one, which was Haggard in Cluj, okay. actually. But uh, that was my first one in 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 there. And certainly... It was less than I was expecting, uh, but I didn't expect that, you know, as I said, I don't know if it's going to the past because in the past was not that bad, I'd say.
1: Maybe it was the same with those people, but we, you didn't have the chance to meet them. Probably. Um, I really hope that they better themselves because I read one article from, uh, actually, it was read to me because I told them, don't, don't name me the publication because I don't want to know just out of the respect for all all other journalists Mm -hmm. that were there. And one of them wrote that the biggest surprise of the festival was Devin Townsend and his beautiful show. And he brought something else, which led me to believe that he had never listened to Devin Townsend before coming to the festival. Exactly,
0: because that is not a surprise. I think everybody, if you know Devin Townsend, you were expecting that.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's really easy. You have the internet now. So... do your homework before exactly a festival. listen to the bands.
0: I'd say w- without attending because I was not able to attend. But the the star of all Armenia this year was Devin Townsend.
1: I would have seen it as well even before, right? Yeah. And the second disappointment was the public.
0: Not oh, that really. They,
1: that, not that they, um, not that they didn't. Not the public which was present. The guys who weren't present because this year you had to pay ticket for art mania mm-hmm. the last three years it was free
0: free yeah
1: so when it's free you can come when you have to give out money you will not come i it's it's the only way you can support events like this like from, this from happening you in can't the future. Survive. yeah exactly so it was three years free. yeah it, it was really it, good that they did that, but they it, still it, need money. Yeah,
0: of course. It's as simple as, okay, think about, I'll do it for free. Where the hell am I going to get the money from? Yeah, so Either sponsors or local government support for this kind of event, Which is also limited. But it's so limited. You can't be expecting every year, especially if you want to get better and better. Yeah. The expenses grow. Yeah, and the, the bands, if you don't get better... You don't grow either. Of course. That means more money and more expenses. I mean, more I c- organizational uh, expenses as well. So you need to ask for of course. tickets. I mean, Tali and
1: Devin Townsend, they, they, I mean, I'm guessing they're not cheap.
0: No. <laughs>
1: last, <laughs> last year we had here and Ishan. Okay. I'm guessing they're not in the same price range. So I'm, I think they're a bit lower. Yeah. But. Even Lacuna
0: Coil, man. Yeah, of course. Lacuna Coil is not that cheap either anymore. Of course. I mean, I'm not really sure about it because I don't manage yeah. these kind of things anymore. So I have no idea how it is now. But Devin Townsend, I think, is one of the most expensive with Daria. Of course. So.
1: If you want good headliners, you uh-huh. should be able to pay for that. Just show your respect. I mean, the pre-sale ticket wasn't that expensive. I mean, before I got my my, uh, my press pass, I already had bought my ticket when they announced Devin Townsend. Okay, so yeah, I'm coming. But it was like. Uh like mm, seventeen, eighteen euros was yeah. the ticket on pre-sale. Uh-huh. On the day of the festival it was 18 euros if you want a day ticket.
0: But it's nothing. I mean It's not really nothing, actually. Go, go go to the bigger festivals outside. Now if somebody is worried that how can I pay a ticket like that to go to a show, dude, you, you have from today. Yeah. One year to save... Of course. 18 fucking euros.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you go out... Save
0: one euro per day. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) When you go out
1: and have 20 beers, just have 15 beers.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That's the point, you know. People, I think, there's some kind of... uh, I told you that the the, the, (laughs) the public in
1: Romania, there's fucking spoiled bitches. And it's starting to piss me off because I've been talking to a lot of concert organizers now that I've been more involved also with Dark Mind Radio, and it's the same, same stuff. I mean, they're bitching and complaining about every little shit instead of being grateful. Be grateful that it's happening. If you don't like it, make your own festival. Even better, even bigger. Fuck it, do it. I will be there. No problem. But mm-hmm. don't bitch. Some, some, uh, because I'm friends with the organizer from Rockshot on, on Facebook, he posts now and again shit like... What people are sending him, and I was like, I oh, should pay like how much is it? I I think it's seventy euro or seventy five euro is the the four four day pass, four fucking day pass. That's but
0: what you pay probably sometimes for one day. Yeah, and it's not, ma- not even one day for one concert. Even, yeah,
1: maybe for one band. Yeah, one band. Yeah, exactly. And and then they ask also an extra fee for camping because you need to. And you need the grounds. Yeah. So there's like twelve euro the camping. Mm-hmm for four days not per day four days and one guy wrote to him (laughs) do we get like deluxe showers for this money
0: (laughs) deluxe showers oh my god
1: so you have like huge fucking bands (laughs) confirmed like carcass creator Opet. some people still have the audacity to write to him and ask him when are you gonna confirm the real headliners
0: okay well you know, sometimes uh, when you're an organizer, you you start to ignore.
1: Yeah, of course. He he, like he, he posts them because he, he, he thinks it's funny. It's funny, of for, course. For me, it boils my blood because it's real disrespectful towards the man who is mostly not doing anything else a year in advance. So, Rockstar 4 is over, starting Rockstar 5. He's going to be working on that to get bands, to confirm bands, to try to convince the guys from that location to get the venue again and, and everything and everything. So just be just be thankful. If you don't like what's happening, it's easy. Don't go. But be thankful that it's happening because without these people, we wouldn't have a metal scene. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in Romania. I think in, everywhere is the same. We don't, uh, but in Romania, we do not have the luxury that Germany has, for instance. When I go to Munich and they have this place called Backstage and they have like... 20, 30 stages, and they have events every fucking day. Thematical events, they can have eight events at once, but you can see also uh, the downside with having a lot of concerts because I went to an Orphalan show, but not in Mm -hmm. backstage. Mm -hmm. There were like 40 people. Wow. Yeah, 40 people. So it's not only in the poorer countries, let's say them Eastern European countries where okay, the prices for CDs and vinyls and everything is a lot compared to the earnings, but try to be thankful for the people. Mm-hmm. Because now I, I heard the really good news that Rotten Christ is going to play in Cluj 1st December. Nice. Yeah, so I'm happy. I don't care how much is the ticket. Because of course not. I know I have, I don't know, six
0: months to, to save. save. money for yeah. it, right? yeah. So, yeah, I think <laughs> the
1: lesson here is... Be thankful is the lesson. Be support yeah, your local events. Of course. And stop bitching. I, I, know, <laughs> I
0: know it's about taste as well. Personal taste is yeah. something individual. But if you don't like it, don't go. Yeah, but
1: it's also so about the community. So you don't, don't have community. to complain. Yeah. But you know? It, it's a community event. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not too excited about, uh, for instance, the, uh, all the bands that were at Armania this year. I mm-hmm. had one headliner which I liked. In the event that I wouldn't have gotten the press pass, I would have gone Either anyway. Way, yeah, of course. Now with that opportunity I had, um, I managed to gift my ticket to somebody else who I knew didn't uh, uh, didn't have the possibility to buy the ticket. So I was like, okay, I bought it here. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> you're supporting something which future generations will appreciate.
0: Because without the support right now, yeah, it's those die. events will not continue. Of
1: course. Or it's going to turn into a festival which is focused. I don't know. Maybe Artmania changes their mind and we're like, yeah, mm-hmm. fuck the rock scene. It's not bringing in any money.
0: Let's make some pop stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. Bring some fucking pop stuff. Bring the fucker who sings Despacito or what the fuck That's Oh song my is. God, that's like blasphemy. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. The, 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 oh my God, yeah.
1: It's going to be sold out. I can... I can bet my left arm right now. Yeah. Make Armanida with Despacito sold out right then and there.
0: But we don't need that. Yeah, we don't need that. But
1: <laughs> that's why we don't need it. Exactly. <laughs> support the guys from Armania. Support the guys who do local events or mm-hmm. big festivals or small festivals. And if you, it's, it's like we always say if you don't have nothing good to say, it's sometimes really okay just not saying anything.
0: Uh, yeah. I think. Maybe I personally would say it like if you have nothing good to say, there are ways and ways to say it. Yeah, of course. Because you can always make a make a constructive criticism about certain of uh maybe organizational problems or whatever it is that you think that is not okay. And there's it's totally different to bitch about it. Yeah, for sure.
1: Well, so, I know that, that that really gets my blood going. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, yeah, we're gonna bitch about it in, I think, two weeks when I get back from Rockstar.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Wait, and, and
1: and so on. That happy note. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I think with that we finish. Actually. Yeah, of course. Not without saying again.
1: Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you, Artmania. Yeah. Thank you, everything. Eva, for everything. Yeah, I think I stressed her with a lot of emails. Uh huh. Uh, thank you for all, all the support and congratulations on, on a really good organized event
0: yeah so we're gonna to talk to you next week and yeah. next week don't uh, don't I, miss the interviews that we're gonna play for you
1: I don't think it's gonna be necessary next week but oh in wait two weeks because I'm leaving on You're holiday leaving. for, for yeah. two weeks and when I get back We're gonna have some Impressions Not from Iced Earth Concert Which I told you Well
0: Don't worry Then what we're gonna do Is that next week Yeah I will do a short show Alone my, <laughs> Alone Yeah I'm gonna be alone And We're gonna present sure. The interviews there.
1: Sure That's okay. gonna be perfect
0: Thank you Olaf Thank Great you job also. with Armania
1: <laughs> It's not my my doing It's the, the guys doing <laughs> 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 They helped me be This good
0: <laughs> 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 Ooh. Ooh. Okay, okay. Thank you. My name is Rafael Ruiz, and we talk to you next week. Have a great one. Bye. All names, sounds, logos, and other related items are owned by their respective trademark and copyright holders. This podcast is a production of Dark Mind Radio. Go to darkmindradio.com to find out more. All rights reserved. Dark Mind Radio 2017.